We made it. We made it. Mike Keller. We made it through another week. Yeah, it was this difficult one getting us all together after all these busy things that we've been You're doing. You're the international man of mystery here. I've been busy. You've been moving, shaking, kicking ass, taking names. I've been busy with nonsense, young man. I don't knock the hustle. So I went to a place that I love going to. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but it's called Leonor's. Leonor's? No. There's a restaurant, and it's this great family. It's like Eleanor, but not. Leonor. Leonor's a name? Yeah, and Leonor actually is there, matriarch of the family that makes this amazing Mexican vegan food. Hmm, where? It's in North Hollywood, and it's been there for decades. And the one thing that I always remember about Leonor's, other than the food being incredible, inexpensive, you know, very super plentiful. They make this incredible burrito that I get that has Bolivian sauce on it. And they give you a, a huge side salad and I'm, it's $12 and I get stuffed, but I, I eat through the whole thing. And it's, they make this great green salsa. It's just an incredible place. But the thing about Leonor's that makes it such an OG place is they have all these old headshots that are all that line the store and there's one headshot it's River Phoenix. Oh, River Phoenix. And River Phoenix That's cool. is the brother of Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Our vegan um savior. I shouldn't say savior. Our our you know our vegan role model. Well, apparently the all the phoenixes still go to Leonor's. The family still goes there. Mm. And the the, the cool. signed River Phoenix uh, autograph says, thank you, Leonor, we love your Mexican food. And it's, it's really interesting to see that, you know, it's so OG, like back in the 80s, mm-hmm. River Phoenix went in there, had, had a great Mexican feast, vegan feast, and then gave him a headshot. Which kind of leads us to something that was in the news uh, today about Joaquin Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Uh, About how he will not force veganism upon his new baby, but he'll encourage it. Yeah. Actually, this was in the Sunday Times. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. And in fact, his son is named River after his brother. As a tribute, yeah, to yeah. his brother. That's cool. I actually have the quote that Joaquin Phoenix said, which I think is interesting because it kind of opens up a can of worms that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So this was in the Sunday Times. So Joaquin Phoenix said, well, certainly I would hope that he is vegan, but I'm not going to impose my belief on my child. I don't think that's right. I'm going to educate him about the reality. I'm not going to indoctrinate him with the idea that McDonald's have a happy meal because there's nothing effing happy about that meal. I mean, and it goes on. From a practical perspective, if you try to force children to do something, sometimes they end up doing the opposite in life, right? Yeah. So like the the best you can do is to teach them and hope they internalize the message. I mean, I'm not a parent. You are. So like, maybe I shouldn't be giving anyone parenting advice. (laughs) But it just, you know, from what I've seen, a lot of kids growing up do the opposite 
of what their parents strong arm them into doing. But if they, you know, if they see the value in it, they'll do it. Yeah, it happens all the time. You raise your child to be Catholic and they end up being a Satanist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, if you strong arm your child into being Catholic and you don't really explain your reasoning for it or your reasoning doesn't resonate, then it's not going to resonate. I, you know, I'm really curious for, you know, you you have a family, you have a daughter and a wife, and um, did you attempt to make your daughter vegan, or was that just kind of like overruled by your wife, or what, what happened? Oh, well, first of all, my, my daughter's 14, right. so I was not vegan. I was vegetarian for the uh-huh. most part, maybe pescatarian, through four years of her life. I made adjustments to my own diet. My wife is not vegan. I mean, we are raising our child together, so it has to be a collective decision. Also, it is perfectly safe to give your child a vegan diet. I agree, yeah. A child will thrive with a vegan diet. There's issues like maybe B12. Uh-huh. I mean, that sort of happens to almost all vegans. Maybe some issues with calcium, perhaps. I think it's yeah. important to work in concert with a doctor, if your child is having a, a vegan diet? Uh, my friend Shanna has a one-year-old, and she's vegan, and her husband is an omnivore. The baby's doctors ask, is the child vegan? And with no judgment and no consider, you know, they seem to be totally fine with the possibility that the child is vegan. They just want to give, like, a few tips, like, about things like what you said, B12 and whatnot. And the child is actually very healthy. He needs a little more iron, apparently, in his diet, so they're going to give him iron supplements. But other than that, he's not vegan, but because he was incubated by Shanna, and Shanna ate vegan food as she was pregnant, um, I think he has an aversion. Like, he, he has a preference for vegan food, if not vegetarian. And they were advised by a nutritionist to give the baby little hints of shellfish and other allergens so that apparently if a child has not ever been exposed to common allergens, they're more likely to have like strong allergic reactions later in life. So they're giving the baby little hints of shellfish and other like, you know, wheat and milk and all that, I guess as a sort of inoculation. But for the most part, you know, Shanna's trying to raise the child at least vegetarian, and luckily the child seems to have a preference for vegan food. Well, also, it also speaks for the pervasive nature of animal products and everything. Yeah. For us to have to wean children and make sure that if they're vegetarian or vegan, that they have to have some of this animal product in their system so they don't... Right. So that they, they don't have they, a seizure. You know, Ten years <laughs> down the line, they don't accidentally have their like throat swell up because they didn't know there was like shrimp in something. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I think there's another side of the coin that we haven't really talked about, and I mean, that's also it. It definitely comes from being a parent, and that's the social aspect. Mm-hmm. If you had a kid. Maybe, you know, you're still, you're young and strapping, you know, let's mm-hmm. say you have a kid. Mm-hmm. Would you raise your kid vegan? I think I would try to, yeah. I mean, I you know, it's just like if I had a pet, I would try to raise the pet vegan because by extent, you know, I don't want to buy any product that's not vegan because I'm contributing to cruelty. And we know that the kid would be perfectly healthy. I, I would try. But Mike, would yeah. the kid eventually resent you and kill you? 
No, no, no. <laughs> that's a fine. I wouldn't, you know, like once the kid is old enough to make the kid's own decisions, I wouldn't stop the kid from eating you know i would express my beliefs and i would explain why i believe what i do and then ultimately it's up to them to choose you know make their own choices in life that said you know i would try to keep my own refrigerator as vegan as possible or completely vegan and if they chose outside the home to like eat meat you know i can't stop them and like i said before like you know every time you try to uh, force something on a growing child they they can rebel you know it's be- it's better to explain and justify your beliefs and hope that something resonates I, I have a question have you did you shoot your shot did you encourage your daughter to watch like earthlings you know, you know what i mean did you did you did you explain your reasoning why like you did you make your pitch for like this is why i think you should be vegan but ultimately it's up to you I've been told that we can't talk about the dairy industry or the factory oh. farming at the dinner table. That's, uh, but, but you can talk about it outside of the dinner table. First of all, something we haven't addressed. It's not just the pressure that a parent puts on their child. Society puts so much pressure to consume milk, to consume, to consume yeah, eggs, consume all sorts of, I mean, being vegan is in, in a lot of ways, I mean, again, maybe it's trendy and maybe in LA or right. whatever, New York, but, but really it's being about, it's about being ostracized in certain man, elements. I mean, we are, yeah, we are the minority. We are always going to be kind of on the outside sometimes. Hopefully not always. We'll be, well, but I'm saying in a lot of ways, we'll be at the sushi bar and everybody's mm-hmm. having a good time chomping down on their sashimi and we're not going to be doing that. It's not going to be our scene. I mean, I was over at this dim sum place and it's like sometimes, okay, so you get this, this big, beautiful dim sum place. And I remember I used, I used to go there and love, I used to eat the, the shrimp hargao and the shumai and all this, you know, you know, omnivore stuff, animal stuff. And then it changed. You know, it's this incredible place. There's lots of people and it's a very festive place. Everyone has these, these old ladies with carts and they have these incredible mm-hmm. steamers and it's just this cool place. You feel, you feel like you're in a, another country. And as a vegan, it's like, it's not, look at this bountiful, amazing place where I can eat all this food. Now it's like, what can I eat here now? Yeah. There's another element of being vegan. It's being an outsider. So you're asking your child in some ways to be socially ostracized in certain social places. It's as simple as even they're in a classroom and it's someone's birthday and the parent Mm -hmm. comes and brings some pizza and they can't eat that pizza. I, I mean, some kids have allergies. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying that's that's an element you have to think about when you have a vegan child. For sure, it's something to pay attention to. And if you know, if it if it's ultimately their decision, they can sort of make that calculus themselves. Like, is it worth it to them? I mean, you know, I think it should be. Like, it's life or death. But is it worth it for to them to like stand out? But yeah, ultimately, everyone is ostracized for something or another. You know. It might as well be for something good like this. There's a community. Hopefully the community is supportive and not, doesn't have the dives out yeah. for you. <laughs> right, right. I've, um, been being, I've been chased with pitchforks by both sides. The, <laughs> some for being vegan and others for not being vegan enough. That's correct. Um, hopefully, you know what I can do? Like when the pitchforks are coming at me, I can like jump away and then they'll just stab each other. And they just stab each other. Stab each other. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, luckily, gra- you know, public opinion is gradually changing. And those, you know, they used to have these uh, like stupid uh, tabloid hit pieces where it's like vegan parents killed their child with like out there bizarre diet. And when, when in reality, it's like they only fed their diet like apples. You know, their child was just eating certain fruits and nothing else. Like, of course, that's going to be uh, going to give you some kind of malnutrition. You're like missing a lot. I mean, it's about being mindful. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's also an element here that's just even beyond raising a child. It's also, uh, you know, I, I, I celebrate a lot of vegan junk food. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this thing where it's, oh, I would never put that in my body. And it's like, okay, well, you can, though, because no pigs, cows, you know, animals suffered, you know, to make this. It's actually, you know... Mm-hmm. It's clean, you know? I mean, it may not be healthy, but it's clean. Right. Some people believe that, like, veganism is about health. And to them, maybe it is. But, you know, that's, as far as I know, that's not the the real definition of it. Making selections that reduce animal suffering. Sure. And and doing your best. Right. But, uh, you know, some people do it for for their own health, which is a, you know, whatever the reason, great. Just as long as they're doing it, it's great they're going to tell you that a junk food isn't vegan because they're in their mind. The definition is like something else. And my child is a teenager now and she's aware of what she's eating. My wife is an omnivore. Mm-hmm. I've made a decision that we're, we're raising our child together, but I do a lot of the, my own cooking for my daughter. So mm-hmm. I'll make her some meat product. Like I, I, oh. you know, I, I will cook her a hamburger, but I would say out of every 10 times I cook something, nine things are vegan. Mm -hmm. So tonight we made falafel. And so I will make sure that most of the meals that I cook for her are going to be vegan. And I've taught her that not only is vegan food better for the environment, it's also delicious and unique and fun. And so it's not pushing a belief system at her in an aggressive manner, but showing her that there's amazing vegan choices to, to be had. Okay. And, and that's, I feel like that's what I can do. Ha- have you shown her a factory farm video? I had her watch Seaspiracy, which was not a positive experience. Okay. But not uh, not like Earthlings or Cowspiracy. I think it's too heavy for a fourteen-year-old. Really? Okay. I think so. Oh, how about this, Mike? Hmm. Why don't you go to a middle school, collect a bunch of fourteen-year-olds, yeah. and show them <laughs> show them uh, um, Earthlings, and then we'll see how it works. Well, you know, it's funny, but you it, might get arrested that... though for collecting the fourteen-year-olds. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> If you remember that Joaquin Phoenix article you forwarded me, the reason all the Phoenix children became vegan was they saw with their own eyes some fish being, like, murdered. And I can think of, you know, I have a friend in India. He went, as a small child, he went to a slaughterhouse, and he saw a lamb being slaughtered, and it was traumatic. And that's all it took. It was a, is a formative experience. And, rea- you know, it's reality. Why, why hide reality from people? 
especially when in perhaps in their formative years, that's like the best time for them to internalize like the truth of it. The worst thing I did was my daughter was drinking milk and I'm like, you know where that came from? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she doesn't know where it came from. Well, no, no. You need to know a little bit more about that, that, where it came from. In fact, you know, they don't just get it from a cow. The cow has to be pregnant. You know how the cow gets pregnant? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. No, I mean, a lot of people don't like make that connection. So yeah, that's good. Or the Um, element of, I mean, again... Isn't this stuff that like really difficult to tell a kid like what happens to uh, baby chicks? Yeah. Does she know? Does she listen to the podcast? I sh- the baby chicks get ground up. Yeah. <laughs> now, hey, if she's listening, now you know. <laughs> you know, it was interesting what Joaquin Phoenix and bringing him back. I was talking about a Happy Meal and there's nothing happy about a Happy Meal was when I was growing up, McDonald's was a reward. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I, w- I couldn't wait for it, especially those French fries. But it's kind of a right. thing where those things are built, they're greasy, they're built for mm-hmm. addiction. By the way, how does your um, daughter feel about you having more uh, followers on social media? She used to think it's cool. Now, now, I mean, she's 14, she thinks it's lame. But she helps me. Like I yeah. have, I have her do some of the cooking. So she's part of the. So she has those followers too. The whole family is part of yeah, this. We've turned a into business. a machine of. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my my wife is the sickest one. She comes up with the most messed up That's ideas. Awesome. It's the it's your like family traveling circus. Yeah, we'll see how far this goes. It might drive me totally insane. Going back to how to raise vegan kids, I do think that socialization is really really important. And if you put dietary restrictions on your child, and I think that that's why I think Joaquin Phoenix is doing it the right way, where he's educating his child, but not enforcing a diet, is so that the child can see right and wrong, mm-hmm. but, but also have the ammunition, the knowledge to make the decision for themselves. Any choice a person makes, if it comes from ex- internal conviction, um, it's a stronger choice and it's a more lasting choice than if it's sort of like imposed on them from some like external s- pressure. You know, then then they'll do it while they're being watched. You know, but if it if it comes from within, that's a that's a lifestyle. That's who you are. I remember we had a pool party. Like years back and this wonderful lady I know, I've known her for years and she just had a kid and her kid was like maybe two or three years old. And we had, I think we even had vegan stuff. Like we had like a vegan cake and it was like a pool party and the kid was swimming around like, oh, oh, uh, Johnny's um, gluten-free vegan. He can't, but he can have this. And she had like mm-hmm. some gross thing that she pulled out of a plastic yeah. bag. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was yummy. It just looked unappealing. Okay, whatever. I mean, anyway, so I remember that. That's that's what I see. It's like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, I understand. It's important to be vegan. It's important to have um, convictions. It's important to be someone who believes you know so strongly and wants their child to have the best life possible and to eat healthy but is that child going to resent the mom 
for a situation like that. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you got to read the room. I mean, maybe that specific child. Maybe that specific (laughs) read the pool. That specific child could have been a celiac, and so they have to be gluten free. It's not you know. It's so she was just providing something so that the child wouldn't have nothing to eat. And that child turned into Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just cut that part out. <laughs> All right, I guess we that's I think that's the end, man. We, we that was, did it, man. That was cool. We did it. <laughs> cool, bro. 